Hey guys, welcome to our food safety and technology podcast. This episode is about foodborne illnesses and prevention. Hi, I'm Addison. And I'm Catherine. In this episode, we are going to discuss some of the dangers of poorly prepared food and what we can do to prevent foodborne illnesses. Poorly prepared food can be very dangerous to all types of people, especially old people, young children, and people with weak immune systems. You've probably heard of diseases like salmonella or E. coli, and today we will discuss what foods they come from, the dangers of consuming these foods, and things that can be done to prevent them. There are several measures you can take to prevent getting foodborne illnesses. During this episode, we will tell you what you can do to prevent foodborne illnesses. Foodborne illnesses can be anything from a stomachache to a fatal condition. There are a variety of different illnesses, symptoms, and outcomes of foodborne illnesses. Some basic symptoms of foodborne illnesses are nausea, vomiting, stomach cramps, diarrhea, and other abdominal pain. Old people, young children, and pregnant women are more likely to develop these illnesses. Now I will talk about some common types of foodborne illnesses and the symptoms that go along with them. The most common type is norovirus, which comes from contaminated food or water. Symptoms of norovirus include diarrhea, vomiting, and nausea. You can contract this disease from shellfish and salad. One you've probably all heard of is called salmonella, which comes from undercooked beef, chicken, eggs, fruits, pork, vegetables, and even some processed foods. Salmonella can be very harmful to people with weak immune systems. Another dangerous illness is Campylobacter, which comes from raw or undercooked poultry, contaminated water, and unpasteurized milk or cheese. Finally, one of the most dangerous foodborne illnesses is Listeria, which comes from ready-to-eat foods, poultry, and seafood. This disease is very serious to pregnant women, people older than 65, and weakened immune systems. It can even spread to your nervous system and affect the brain. Now I'm going to talk to you about how you can prevent foodborne illnesses. There are several steps you can do to protect yourself and others from catching a foodborne illness. First step is to stay clean. Germs can survive on your hands, utensils, and surfaces. It's important to stay clean when coming in contact or preparing food. You should always keep your hands and your work area clean. Make sure you wash your fruits and vegetables before you peel or cut them because they can carry bacteria. When working with meat products, you never want to wash them because the bacteria on the raw meat can splash and get on your clean surfaces. The second step is to keep your produce separated. Germs can be spread through cross-contamination. When working with raw meat or egg, eggs, Use separate cutting boards, utensils, etc. when cooking. Trade them out to prevent spreading bacteria from the previously raw food onto the newly cooked food. The third step is to be aware when you're cooking. Make sure you are cooking when you are cooking that you have your food at the correct temperature. Owning a food thermometer can be helpful when checking the temperature of your food and make sure your food is cooked properly. When cooking, you should cook whole meats at 145 degrees Fahrenheit, ground meats at 160 degrees Fahrenheit, and poultry at 165 degrees Fahrenheit. 
One more tip for cooking is to stay away from raw items that should be cooked before consumption. For example, stay away from raw cookie dough or anything that contains raw eggs. The fourth step is to be aware of refrigerated foods. Make sure to refrigerate perishable foods. When shopping, you should always get your meat products last to prevent them from spoiling. The last step is to, is to report a, to a health care provider if you or someone you know has gotten ill from food at a restaurant. If you follow all these rules, you should be safe from most foodborne illnesses. Now we're going to ask each other some trivia questions about foodborne illnesses and safety. Addison, what is the danger zone range of temperature in food handling? Is it 50 to 100 degrees Fahrenheit, 80 to 120 degrees Fahrenheit, 40 to 140 degrees Fahrenheit, or 100 to 212 degrees Fahrenheit? I have no idea. The correct answer is 40 to 140 degrees Fahrenheit. Okay, next question. Catherine, most people will not experience a foodborne illness in their lifetime. True or false? True. The correct answer was false. Addison, what is the most common symptom of foodborne illness? Is it kidney failure, diarrhea, skin rash, or headache? Is it diarrhea? It is diarrhea. Okay, Catherine, which of the following groups has the lowest risk for foodborne illness? Young adults, the elderly, infants, or individuals with AIDS? Is it individuals with AIDS? The correct answer was young adults. Addison, which of the following are reasons for the increasing incidence of foodborne illness? Is it increased consumption of foods imported from foreign countries? Increased number of individuals eating in restaurants, better diagnosis by physicians, or all of the above? Is it all of the above? Yes, it is. Sugar and salt act as pre preservatives by killing microorganisms directly, increasing the water content of food, increasing the acid content of food, or binding water so it is not available for microorganisms. Is it the binding water one? Yes, it is. Food irradiation to preserve foods is dangerous and outlawed by the government. Is that true or false? True. It is false, actually. Salmonella infection usually results from undercooked pork. True or false? True. The correct answer was false. True or false, foodborne diseases can cause death. True. Yes. If food looks okay and smells okay, it is always safe to eat. True or false? False. That is right. Some microorganisms are useful to make food and drinks. True or false? True. Yes. The proper temperature for a home refrigerator should be below 8 degrees Celsius, which is 46 degrees Fahrenheit, or below 5 degrees Celsius, which is 41 degrees Fahrenheit. True. <laughs> the answer was below 5 degrees 
<laughs> below 5 degrees Celsius and 41 degrees Fahrenheit. Keeping raw and cooked food separate prevents cross-contamination. True or false? True. Yes. Thank you for listening to this podcast, and I hope you learned something useful. Remember to always be safe around food and be sure you know for sure where your food is coming from. Wash everything thoroughly and cook all raw food through so no harmful bacteria remains on the surface. Call your healthcare provider if you experience any of the symptoms of foodborne illnesses that we talked about earlier. Hope you learned something useful. Please be safe out there and make good choices when eating and preparing food. Check the CDC's website for foods that can be potentially contaminated. Also, do background checks on restaurants that you plan to eat at and make sure their standards are up to the FDA guidelines. I'm Addison. And I'm Catherine. And this was our Foodborne Illness and Prevention podcast from our Food Safety and Technology series. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed it and learned something useful. Contact us at dagleyk 22 at ensworth.com d-a-g-l-e-y-k 22 at ensworth.com or von Koln a 21 at ensworth.com v-o-n-c-o-l-l-n-a 21 at ensworth.com with any questions comments concerns or ideas for future episodes come back next week for our second part of the series where we talk about food technology Choose a statement that is the safest kitchen practice. A. Standing on a wet floor while plugging in your blender. B. Using a sharp knife to chop vegetables. C. Turning handles outward on the stovetop. Or D. Storing your cleaning spray on the counter by your spices. Is it B? Yes.